This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the 2016 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Xavier Howard, defensive back from Baylor. 13th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle, Clemson. With the fifth pick, the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tungavaloa, quarterback, Alabama. The Miami Dolphins select Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. And we're on, and welcome to another edition of Two on Three YPC. I'm Alfredo Arteaga, Simon Clancy is here, and this show is brought to you by... Simon, do you know who the show is brought to you by? Um, Louis Vuitton. Oh, that would be a hell of an account if we could land it. Right, but I was expecting you to say nobody, and then I was going to say you are incorrect, sir. Let's do it again. Hit me. Okay. Who is this show brought to you by, Simon? Uh, nobody, I don't believe, Alf. Well, you would be wrong, Simon. Wow. Because this, this show is now actually brought to you by Drizzly.com. So... Download the app. You're going to hear my voice as soon as we finish with the first prospect. And we're going to go to the next. I'm going to throw it to a break. And that break, you're going to hear my voice as I talk about drizzly.com. Have alcohol delivered to your doorstep. Just download their app and get that done. So we it only took us three shows and we got a sponsor. We must be big deals, Simon. I mean, massively. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're famous. We're, we're at least very, very, very famous in this very you know, niche space of Dolphins prospect talk. (laughs) So, yeah, that makes us big. Huge. Yeah. All right. So we got two prospects. Hit me with the first one. So tight end. We always talk about tight ends in this Dolphins system. And look, we run a slightly different offense to the 49ers system, but tight end is still very important. People talk about Michael Mayer and Darnell Washington, and we'll get to Washington in another show. But... I kind of felt like we 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 pluck a slightly under the radar guy. And Sam Laporta is a kid uh, out of Iowa. Played wide receiver, defensive back in high school. I mean, this this was a hundred and ninety pound wide receiver, terrorizing defenses in high school. Fourteen hundred and fifty seven yards, nineteen touchdowns as a high school senior. He's now six foot four, two hundred and fifty pounds as a tight end, and very much out of that Iowa scheme, that Iowa system. You you know what you're getting. Uh, you know, he took a similar route to T.J. Hawkinson, very much so. Small town kid. Didn't have many offers, you know, was tearing things up as a receiver, but, you know, 
not a lot of people were interested. I mean, even even Kirk Ferentz said that, you know, I was kind of looking around, this kid was tearing it up. Uh, and, you know, he was a team captain as a sophomore in high school and, uh, and nobody was really interested. And, and Iowa jumped in and uh, and they got hold of him. And look, if you're looking for an athlete at the position, right, we've got an athlete at the position currently in, in Mike Gesicki, but to me, Laporta is just more than an athlete. He certainly is the best athlete at the position in the draft, in my eyes. He's just turned 22 years old. I don't think he's maybe amazing at anything. He doesn't have amazing traits. He doesn't have incredible upside. But he's just a good, solid football player. He's a good route runner. He creates space with his routes. He gets open against safeties and against linebackers. Like I said, hugely athletic. He'll go up and get the ball. He makes a lot of tough grabs for his quarterback in the offense. You know, Very competitive blocker. I think he could obviously work to get better, much like another former Iowa tight end in George Kittle. Went in the fourth round, needed some work on his blocking, has become behind Travis Kelsey the second best tight end in the NFL. But I like how... He blocks. He he understands what he has to do in terms of leverage, in terms of moving his hands, in terms of working his feet to create movement. I think he needs to learn how to sustain blocks a little bit more, but that will come with functional NFL strength that you know you only get from being in an NFL weight room. Yeah, he's but, improved in that regard, by the way, because yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, he used to have problems uh, keeping his feet moving while he's blocking, and you know when you have him when you have an inline tight end, especially in Iowa's offense, which I don't know. If, you know, our listeners have watched the Iowa Hawkeyes in the it's last not two creative years. Through the air. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. It's not a fun watch to watch the Iowa Hawkeyes. So, you know, they're gonna ask their tight ends to do a lot. He was their best weapon. Like he is a legitimate top, I would say, route runner in this entire yeah, class. Really good route. Wide receivers and tight ends. And the yeah. good thing for the Dolphins is that you can motion him, you can play him as an H-back, you can line him up in the slot, you can have him in line in, you know, in different personnel groupings, he can stay on the field in different personnel groupings, because he becomes a mismatch, he becomes a mismatch in the slot, he becomes a mismatch out wide, because he's athletic, because he can run, um, you know, so I think it's, uh, you know, this is the kind of, the sort of moldable piece tight end, and you make a very good point there about the blocking. what coaches are looking to see, I, I don't think any coach is necessarily looking, you know, Dino Washington is kind of an exception, but, you know, even he has some room for improvement in blocking. But, you know, in terms of functional tight ends with the sort of size package that Laporta is bringing to the NFL, you are looking for a guy that can show improvement. I think the thing with Mike Kosicki is that he never really showed great improvement as a blocker. And he is always going to be what he is. And that's fair enough. Yeah. And Mike Kosicki just has that that uh, that uncanny. It's a trait, really. At this yeah. point, it's just it's just a trait. He doesn't run away from anybody. And I don't know why that is, because he's a really Mike good Apple's athlete. Doesn't, yeah, absolutely. Whereas Laporta can run away from people. You you throw on the tape. There's all sorts of highlights of him, you know, going down the field and making tough grabs or taking short passes and beating linebackers and safeties and, and getting to the second and third level, right? What, what you're looking for with a tight end as well is that you're looking for somebody who can convert big, you know, big possessions. Can he convert a third down? Is he available on fourth down? You look at the last three years, the, the, the two biggest third and fourth down conversions by tight ends in the NCAA, Michael Mayer with 43, Sam Laporte, a second with 31. So this is a guy who was reliable in the big money moments on the big downs, those third downs, those fourth downs. And he's done it consistently over the last three, four years. You know, you go back and you look at his numbers. You know, this is a kid that as a true freshman in 2019, he played 12 games. He had two starts, had 15 catches, you know, year after he had 27 catches. Then he has 53 catches in 2021. So each year, you know, moving up, um, you know, he has been a consistent performer, somebody who has done a good job and has got better and better in his field, whether that's receiving, whether that's blocking, 
a team captain, you know, was a team captain at Ira as well in terms of, um, uh, you know, somebody, I think he was a team captain, just checking, I think he was a team captain as a junior and a senior, you know, so that's impressive. He was a team captain as a sophomore in in high school. And he, like I said, you look at the numbers, 15 catches to 27 catches to 53 catches to 58 catches each year, improvement, 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 improvement. He doesn't find the end zone a lot, only five touchdowns in four years, but, you know, he's a guy, like I said, he can do all sorts of things but you can keep him in line, you can move him around. And I, I just think he's the sort of piece that, you know, that Mike McDaniel will look at and think, here's a bit of a mold of a ball of clay that might remind me a little bit of George Kittle in terms of, look, he's showing that year-on-year-on-year on year improvement. Oh, and he's, you know, he's from a school that teaches, you know, good, sound, solid fundamentals in Iowa with a great coach in Kirk Ferentz mm. um, and somebody that you just look at and think, yeah, this guy can, this guy can, do a job for us. He could come in. He could probably, like, Titan's a difficult position to learn, right? We yes. all know that. It's not an easy position to learn. But, you know, he can come in and do a job early on. And look, I'm just, the, the reason I'm sort of slightly hesitating, I'm just I'm just bringing up the Lance Zierlein's, um draft report for George Kittle. And it says, H-back type who lacks the desired size for inline blocking, but has the technique and willingness to do it. I mean, he's now the best inline blocking tight end in the NFL. Okay. But he showed that willingness, as as Lance says, and the technique to be able to do it. I, I actually think Laporta is probably a little bit more refined in his blocking. He also has the technique down. He also has the willingness. He also have the, has the athleticism to be able to do it. And I think, you know, much like Kittle, you know, came in as an H back, became an inline or a move tight end. I think this is what, this is what, um, Laporta can do in the right system. And I do think for him, the right system could easily be the Miami Dolphins. Now, let me play a little devil's advocate, and then we can move on to our second prospect. Uh, as I put on his tape, and I understand Iowa is so bereft of, of, of talent on offense that they had him a lot in YI, so they had him split out wide a lot. But I kept looking at his teammate, number 85, Luke Lachey, who's going to be a draft prospect a year from now. I kind of like him. I kind of like Luke Lachey. He's also giant. He's much bigger yeah. than, than Laporta. He's going to be a top guy next year. Uh, do you um, know, or do you have an, an opinion on Luke Lachey? Because I mean, he, he has that look to me, like a top tight end prospect for the, the following year. Yeah. I mean, he's six, six, he's two fifty two. you know, straight away. That's a guy that you think he could do a, you know, he could certainly do a job. He started, uh, he was, a, I think he was a four-star recruit. I'd have to check that. Um, he certainly was all state. Uh, I remember seeing him as all state. Um, in high school. So, I mean, this is a kid that I think you look around the league, you look at the kids at Georgia. I can't remember the guy's name, but there's a tight end at Georgia who is um, behind um, the kid that's going to be a high pick next year. Um, I think he's a true freshman this year, or maybe he's a true sophomore, but he is, um, he's a serious talent. And, you know, you look at somebody like, I mean, you go back to what we talked about with Lachey, or with Laporta even, mm. that Lachey is going to be in that system, getting taught the right way, taught the right fundamentals and look with that size package at 6'6", 252, you know, if he can run, which he looks like he does because, you know, he shows up on tape. This is a guy that in his first career, his first career reception was a touchdown, um, you know, started in big games against Michigan, against Ohio State, you know, all, all of these big teams that you expect, you know, somebody who's going to take it slightly slower to, to to matriculate into a into a performer. This is a guy that, you know, next year if he comes out, I wouldn't surprise me if he stayed to be a senior. Um, so we might not see him for two years. But, you know, that's just, uh, you know, if you're a tight end coming out of high school, Iowa, 
not sexy as an offense, but in terms of getting into the NFL, that's a real um, a real pipeline. All right. And on the way out, where do you project Sam Laporta going in this? Uh, I in this think draft? he might end up being uh, a late two, early to mid three. I mean, he reminds me of Dallas Clark, um, mm-hmm. the Indianapolis Colts tight end, the really good Colts tight end. I think if you know you get anywhere close to that, then I, I think anywhere between about sixty and one hundred and twenty. I mean, that's kind of wide, but. Um, I think if he runs well at the combine, which I suspect he, he will do because he's athletic and people will look at the the traits, you know, you're not looking at what he did necessarily you're looking about how, you know, what traits can he bring and how was he held back by the system? And obviously he's held back by that Iowa system in terms of what he does as a receiver, but you know, he brings a number of interesting um, and upside kind of talents to the table. Yeah. And that's key. Cause if you watch him on tape, he's doing most of his damage against cornerbacks because uh, Iowa's, Offense, uh, like we mentioned, not the most imaginative in the world, and they kept throwing tight ends at people, and that's how I noticed Luke Lachey. So he's he keeps getting lined up in YISO outside, and he's ha- he's having to beat cornerbacks. So Sam Laporta, a spectacular pass receiving tight end, absolutely. We're gonna move on, and when we will come back, we'll have another prospect. But first, these words. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. You got a second prospect for us, Simon? I have. I have. It's uh, another interesting guy that I think will is absolutely going to be in Miami's wheelhouse. And it's a guy who I saw two seasons ago, came on my radar two seasons ago as a return man, actually. Uh, he's the Pittsburgh running back, Israel Abanakanda. Um, he's 5'11". He's 215 pounds. He is, was a three-star recruit out of high school, came out of the New York area, New York, New Jersey area, where he was actually a track athlete. Um, you know, he was, uh, I think he was third in the state championship, hundred meters. He was a two-time winner of the New York city, um, mayor's medal, hundred meter championship. Um, and he's just, you know, he is just, this is a kid that is, he is fast. Um, he ran a four, he ran a 1069 hundred meters, which is, you know, that's getting close to Olympic fast. Consider that Raheem Mostert ran a 1012, um, you know, so he's not that far away in terms of uh, in terms of speed. Uh, but what you see with Abanakanda that I don't think anybody else, receivers, defensive back, has in the draft is that he gets to top quick, top gear quicker than almost anyone. I can't maybe Zay Flower, but there are not many players who get to top gear so quickly. And and what he has, although he's faster, uh, there's a lot of Rashad White vibes, the Arizona State guy. And we know how much McDaniel loved White. That would have been the pick in the draft if if White had been on the board and the Dolphins got on the board. They took Channing Tindall in the end, but White would have been the guy. He is a two-and-a-half-down player, 
Okay, and we'll get to why it's two and a half and not three. But this is a, a kid with legitimate four three speed and maybe faster. Good hands, most touchdowns of ten plus yards in the NCAA last season. Rarely fumbles. In fact, he only had three in his career in Pitt, and they all bizarrely came in his last five games at Pitt. But he is a fast, fast kid. Uh, finished last year NCAA stat champion in scoring, eleven point six points per game, total touchdowns. And rushing touchdowns with 20, including 900-yard games. And he absolutely went off. If you're going to put a tape on, he absolutely went off against Virginia Tech. He broke Tony Dorsett's single-game rushing record of 303 yards that he set in 1975, so a year after mm. I was born. I know people. 1975, you think? And he went for 320 yards and six touchdowns, 8.9 yards of carry against Virginia Tech. So, I mean, this is a, you know, if, you're, if Mike McDaniel is looking for a guy who fits what he wants, a one-cut running back with elite acceleration and burst, a home run hitter who can just absolutely blow past the, the second level, but can also destroy angles, both getting to the edge and then in the open field because he's just got quick feet and then it's just plant that foot and absolutely drive. He is, uh, you know, he cuts sharply. He'll switch east-west, north-south, stop-start, go. And when he goes, it's like watching a Bugatti pull away. This guy has got absolute wheels. He is a um, He's an interesting player in an absolutely stacked running back class but just looking for fits for the Dolphins this week and you know Laporta we talked about before the break and after the break now with Abanacanda this is a guy that you just think you know he's almost molded to be a to be a Mike McDaniel back somebody else um, on our discord channel talked about Tevin Coleman and there's some similarities there as well there are some downsides you know I think that he needs to learn how to block better and that's why I call him a two and a half down back there aren't actually that many examples of him blocking because what tends to happen is that on almost every snap, certainly this season with Caden Slovis at quarterback and, and how the system slightly changed, he was out either running routes straight out of the backfield or they're running a, a an RPO and he's he's stepping up into the line of scrimmage either with the ball or faking with the ball. The instances of him staying to block aren't actually that, um, there's not actually that many of them. And so he needs to, you know, he needs some, some, just to understand the fundamentals of, of how to block. He gets into the block a little bit too quickly. Everything he does is quite quick and he needs to slow down and just drop his hips a little bit and then get into the, you know, you look at some of the elite backs in pass protection over the years, whether that's Ricky Waters or even now, look, the, the, ironically, one of the, the best proponents or exponents of, mm. uh, of pass protection is the kid that was at the 49ers um, that McDaniel had for a year uh McKinnon who's just won a Super Bowl with the um uh, with the Chiefs you know mm. he's a fantastic he's fantastic in pass protection and I think that's what you know that's what um Abanacanda needs to learn low man wins the whole time just use your hips use your feet use your knees all of those things and I think once he learns to do that he will then become a a, a true three down back I think he needs some a, a little bit of lower body strength and at times he, he hits the open field so fast that sometimes you look at some of the all 22 stuff and his open field vision isn't elite, which actually reminds me of Mostert in many respects, you know, because Raheem is great, but I don't always think his open field vision is amazing to see cutback lanes or, 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 or things like that. But I really like Abanacanda. I think he's a really interesting kid. He's a good kid, apparently um, works hard off the field. Uh, and again, he's just that sort of moldable piece of clay. And like you, throw, you throw yet another four, three speed runner, into that backfield, assuming most it comes back. That is, uh, you know, you pair that with with Hill and with Waddle. Um, you know, these guys are smoking on offense. 
Yeah, and uh, the more I watch him, he he has excellent ball carrier uh, etiquette. Uh, he'll move it on the on the left side if he's going left. He'll move it on yep. the right side if he's going right. As far as a pass receiver, he doesn't have uh, many stats to, to show that he's that great of a pass receiver. But he's going to be in those drills. How do you yeah, think he'll he'll perform on those drills that. in the combine in yeah, about great weeks time though, with his with his routes, but also. You've seen enough. There's enough on tape of him, you know, getting the ball away from his frame, reaching up or going down lower and getting the ball. I think he's got good hands. I just think he needs to be used more in that in that area. I think, um, you know, that's the that's the sort of thing that will get him extra PT, extra playing time. And like you say, at the combine, that'll be huge for him. But this is a kid who's going to I think he's going to rock up at the combine and will run in the low four threes, maybe high four twos. And it wouldn't surprise me if he had the highest 10, you know, the, or the fastest 10 second split time. Um in Indy because yeah, like I said, this is a guy that just gets from naught to 60 in, in no time at all. Yeah. Uh, I like him a lot. And it, there's, there's some tape that suggests that he's not a, a body catcher. He'll catch it with his hands yep. and then set his feet to start running. He does give me that feel. Cause I, you know, every time you hear about a, a guy that comes out of pit and you want to compare him to LaShawn McCoy, he doesn't have the LaShawn McCoy look because LaShawn McCoy kind of looked like a wide receiver, but he was doing it at 215 pounds. Yeah. Um, he does give me that Raheem Mostert vibe, right? Like a sprinter playing running back. I like yeah. it. And I don't think, uh, and this is where we're going to finish up here. I don't think you're going to have to spend a very high pick on him. I don't think unless he just does blast off like a four, three flat in the, in the 40. I think much like Laporta, I think you'll probably end up getting him in the 75 to 125 range. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of where he'll, he'll, you don't up. see you don't see how he can have that meteoric rise like a Rashad Penny had. Oddly enough, a free agent, off. by the way. I think he, if he blows the doors off at the combine, then you know, a hundred percent. If he run, if he steps up to the combine and runs a four twenty seven at five five eleven two hundred and fifteen pounds, you know, with his with his body of work, certainly as a senior, where he led a, a you know a, a power five conference um, in rushing, in scoring, in touchdowns. I, I think he I, I think he led in six different categories statistically just in the ACC alone last year. I mean, that's, you know, that's huge. All right. And we're going to finish up there. Uh, do you have two guys for next week or is it going to be a surprise? It's a surprise, mate. You know the deal, you know the drill. All right. Then next week, this is a pretty good group here this week because both should be right in that wheelhouse for, for the Miami Dolphins for, for one of those two third round picks. But next week we'll have two more. So see you guys next week. Toronto, wide receiver, Alabama. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.